0: I pray we would be a blessing to you today. With our Bibles open today to First Corinthians 10, we'll begin reading with verse 6, set the context after a word of prayer, and continue with our thought, our responsibility to please the Lord with our lives. Father, I come now in Jesus' name. Thank you for the privilege to preach. Thank you for the precious Word of God, for the darling Son of God. Thank you for the Comforting Spirit of God. Lord, help us to help your people. Give free course to the word of the Lord, give liberty to the servant of the Lord, and then, God, give conviction to the people of the Lord today, and may we be honored by your presence and power among us. Help me, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. 1 Corinthians 10, verse number 6. Now these things were our examples, to the intent we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. We looked at last week together the Old Testament examples in verses 1 through 5. They were given for our examples to the intent that we should abstain from lusting after evil things. God still expects righteousness, godliness that springs forth from our position of holiness and therefore expresses itself in practical holiness, right living for God's glory and before the world of men. And so he gives a word about our lusts, we should abstain. But then he gives us some words for our lives, and they all revolve around the word neither. Verse 7, 8, 9, and 10. Neither, 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 neither. God does have some negatives for us to consider. It may not be popular. And it may against those who say we should always be positive. But brethren, we should not be idolaters in verse 7. We should not be fornicators in verse number 8. And today we begin with verse number 9. Notice what the scripture says here. Neither let us tempt Christ, as some of them also tempted and were destroyed of serpents. You can find this true story in Numbers 21. And in verse 7, it reveals that they spoke against the Lord, which revealed their hearts were filled with a willful and evil spirit of uprising against the authority of God in their lives, and in their homes, and in their nation. Brethren, we should abstain from idolatry. We should abstain from immorality. But let us abstain from insurrection. God forbid that His people have a heart that rises up and against His righteous authority and His holy commandments in our lives. God expects His people in this day and age of grace, to live godly in Christ Jesus. Verse number 10. Neither murmur ye, as some of them also murmured, and were destroyed of the destroyer. You can find this story in Numbers 14. And there we find this recorded. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses, and against Aaron, and the whole congregation said unto them, Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would God we had died in this wilderness? And wherefore hath the Lord brought us unto this land, to fall by the sword, that our wives and our children should be a prey? Were it not better for us to return into Egypt? What a spirit and mouth of ingratitude. They had not only unholy and ungodly hearts, but they had unthankful hearts. Brethren, let us abstain as well from ingratitude. We ought to be the most thankful people in all the world. Now verse 11. He gave us in verse 6 a word about our lusts. Verses 7 through 10 some words about our lives. Now, verse 11, a word about our learning. Now, all these things happened unto them for in samples, and they are written for our admonition, upon whom the ends of the world are come. We see here truth according to the patterns in Scripture. All these things, Paul said, happened unto them for in samples, types which picture the truth. We have that teaching of typology here, that most of your New Testament doctrine, you can find types for it in the Old Testament. But not only the patterns of Scripture, but the periods in Scripture, upon whom the ends of the world are come. Here we see dispensational truth. The word for world here is that word for age. The ends or the limits of the age are upon us. Paul was definitely looking for the Lord Jesus to return in his lifetime. Therefore, the apostles believed and behaved according to the doctrine of Christ's imminent return in the rapture for his church. And as we interpret the scripture, let us remember the dispensations, whether it is written to those living in that age of innocence, or the age of conscience, or the age of promise, or of law, or of grace, or of the kingdom period to come. But brethren, we are in the day and age of grace, the church age where God by Christ is calling out a bride, unto himself, reconciling the world unto himself. And we must be looking for the imminent soon return of our Lord and Savior, even Jesus Christ. So admonition, verses 6 through 11. Now we see application, verses 12 through 15. You notice in verse 12, wherefore. You notice in verse 14, wherefore. Therefore, we look back on what he's written and we know he's asking and expecting us to apply the truth. So the application is concerning our falling in the hour of temptation. Verses 12 and 13. Wherefore, in the face of all these examples, in the light of their teaching and truth, wherefore let him that thinketh he standeth take heed, lest he fall. Let us be a humble people. Verse 13. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. In the hour of temptation, We have a faithful God, we have a common temptation, and we have a faithful God who will not allow us to be tempted above that we are able, for he always makes a way of escape that we can bear the temptation, find rescue and strength to evade falling into sin. Not only application for our falling, in the hour of temptation, but application concerning our fleeing in the face of temptation. The exhortation in verses 14 and 15, notice what it says. Wherefore, my dearly beloved, flee from idolatry. The exhortation to flee from idolatry is no doubt partly due to the many temptations that are associated with idolatry. And then verse 15 he brings a transition from one thought to the next, and he says, I speak as to wise men. Judge ye what I say. In other words, he said, You are wise men and wise enough to judge and discern what I am saying. And then he will begin to talk about our responsibility to partake of the Lord's table in verses 16 through 22. But first, our responsibility to please the Lord. That is first. That is foremost, that inner sacrifice of the heart, of the life, the motive behind the works of our lives. Let our lives please him first and foremost. And then as we learn to flee from idolatry in our hearts, we will also flee from it in our hands and we can properly and rightfully partake of the Lord's table, and so give our disapproval to the idolatry around us, and give our approval upon the Lord above us, and with our lives, through the examples of the Old Testament, and through the exhortations of the New Testament, with our lives we can please our Lord and Savior. So, brethren, are you pleasing the Lord with your life? What about your thoughts? What about your trips, the places you go? What about your talks with individuals, the things you say? What about what we wear, what we watch, what we participate in? God is interested in every part of our life. May we always desire and determine to fulfill our responsibility as a Christian, even to please the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you for making this ministry a part of your day. And in closing, we want to point you to the words of our Lord in Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4. He answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And truly it is written. God's word, every word, presents us with truths to live by. You've been listening to Brother Benjamin Cooley. Please send all correspondence to Truths to Live By, P.O. Box 575, Harriman, Tennessee. Three seven seven four eight, or you can email us at at Cooley at gmail.com. And finally, brethren, pray for us.